You're listening to a Big Finish production. Holding, Mrs. Ellison. Holding. Replicator line. Holding. And my tea. Just brewing. Well, it's 10.25. Let's get this experiment underway. Does everything look normal? All as it should be. Energy at 2.75, within conventional margins. Then I'd like you to create the initial replication. Uh, I'm sorry, Horobin. Can I request another delay? Formally request it, I mean. You indigenous are always frightened of risk. But if you don't take the risks, you won't get the rewards. Our failure rate is still too high. Then my challenge to you is to get it down. Don't you have any pride in your work? Yes. Then do please go ahead with the initial replication, if you wouldn't mind. Replication complete. Readings. I need readings. It's climbing. 400. 600. And again. Replicate. Replication complete. 800. 2000. Hold it steady. I'm not doing anything, Horribin. It's leapt straight to 12,000 and there's no sign of stabilising. Massive energy displacement. We've lost the main hall. What do you mean lost? Gone. There are fires on the upper levels, and the main hall is gone. How many personnel would have been in there? Fifty or so. I mean, at least. All dead. End the simulation. That would have been your fault, of course. I don't know what happened. I need you to analyse exactly where you went wrong and report to me within the hour. We can't have this happening when we do it for real. Expecting big beds and little beds, cribs and oxygen equipment. It's a maternity suite. A maternity suite? For babies. They do have babies on your planet, don't they? I'm not going to have to explain where they come from. You said this was a top scientific installation. Top scientists still have babies, and this century doesn't like you away from your desk any longer than is absolutely necessary. Work, 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 work. That's the mood of the times, for humanity at least. All this is human. Are we on Earth? No, no, no. There's quite a nasty atmosphere on Earth at the moment. Far too much argon. This planet is called Testament, the powerhouse of the human empire. They never give up, do they? Indomitable. Incorrigible. Operations have moved here to the planet Thorn. You said it was called Testament. Oh, yes, this is Testament, but Thorn's much larger. When I said here, I meant this solar system. Do try and keep up, Tallow. I'll try. Anyway, 
Right now, the human race are buccaneers. In this part of the universe, they're the one species generating enough energy for long-distance interstellar travel, and testament is where all that energy comes from. How it actually works, I've no idea. Always wanted to find out. So when you think about it, bereavement is really only a weakness of the mind, and we, as a government, cannot be encouraging weaknesses of the mind. Our message is that a return to work will always be the best medicine. It's certainly the kind of mindset we try to promote round here, Deputy Leader. Green fizz? Oh, please. And do you call me Violet? I couldn't possibly. Oh, no. I insist. I have to be on first-name terms with all the people who really matter. Well, may I underline again, Violet, how completely committed we in the Testament installation are to helping us all out of the current economic downturn. We're not very keen on the words economic downturn, Mr Horobin. We prefer a period of slow growth. Of course. <laughs> and we'll do everything we can to make sure this period of slow growth ends as soon as possible. Oh. Um, tell me about the experiments. Experiments? To boost the output of the energy cell. Yes. I didn't know who in the government was where. <laughs> the instructions originated in my office. I see. We're making advances, but there are problems. I don't want you to bring me problems, dear. I want you to bring me profits. Some technicians have reservations. You need to overcome the reservations of others, Mr. Horobin. That is the art of leadership. Yes. Good point. If there could be an exponential increase in the power produced by testament, that would be very good news for the Empire and very good news for you and I, personally. I do understand that, Violet. <laughs> There's a lot of money to be made by the right man. I hope I don't need to go looking for him. You can depend on me. Boost the power as soon as possible, dear. We need it. Doctor, I suppose this place is high security. Why do you ask? Oh, no real reason. I just wondered what the chances were of us being shot at. Quite high, I would have thought. The human race draws all its energy from this place. They won't want strangers poking about in it. So do you have a plan if we're found? Friendliness goes a long way, Tello. What can you smell? Nothing. And isn't that significant? No fuel. They're not burning anything. Or if they are, it's very well contained. It's not nuclear, is it? No, no. Wouldn't be enough. That was the worst part of life on Earth. Knowing the humans could blow themselves up at any time and take you with them. That can't be what happens on Testament. Command, this is Montgomery. I'm crossing the upper deck. Hey, you there! Hands up! Run! 
Remember? Friendliness. Keep your hands where I can see them. I thought so. Where are your wristbands? If you're with the tool party, you should have wristbands. I think they forgot to hand them out. That's typical of the weekend staff. If you follow me, the rest of the group's round the corner. You haven't missed much. I want to proceed with a power boost for real, and before the end of the deputy leader's visit. It's not possible. We'll see how possible it was once it's done. That is the art of leadership, Mrs. Ellison. But I still don't know what's causing the fault. Have you repeated the simulation again? Five times. And each time the boost stabilised. There were no incidents. Then it seems to me that, consciously or not, you have stopped doing whatever it was that was causing the error. I wish I could accept that, Horribin. You'd better start accepting it. These are hard times to be without work. We make the boost at 5.20. I just think it's too dangerous. Then the Empire can be thankful that it isn't your decision to make. Of course we're all taught at school that testament is the heartbeat of the human race. But it wouldn't be what it is without the individual heartbeats of all the people that work here. If you follow me, you'll be able to see with your own eyes a place that all those people visited several times a day. The cafeteria. Set up just for today as a very special gift shop where you can buy a very special memento of your visit to the source of all human energy needs. What is this? We wanted to see what's going on. It looks like they're showing us round. Look at the others. It's quite an elite bunch. VIPs. Be at your best, Turner. And don't let down the school. The guide. She's not human. No. One of the local population, I'd imagine. It's a colony planet, Testament. Humans and Testamentarians are working side by side. The arrangement seems happy enough. You think so? They need a lot of guidance, dear. I'm sorry? Not the best at thinking for themselves, but if you give them a problem and make them stick at it, they're quite... Marvellous, and of course they're ever so grateful to us humans. Of course. Who wouldn't be? <laughs> Miss Montgomery. Can I just ask, where does your lovely name come from? I'm named after Field Marshal Montgomery, an Earth hero of the 20th century. You must be very proud of it. I've read about him. I only hope I have a fraction of his strength and courage. They're the human virtues I admire most. I can tell you've not seen many of those before. You've come from Thorn? No. Well, we're travellers. Come to learn about the energy that powers your ships. Well, wonderful to meet you. What are your names? I'm Violet, of course. Uh, uh, uh of course. Goodness me. How long have you been travelling? It's Violet Hardacre. All of humanity's heard of Violet Hardacre. Oh, you really shouldn't say such things, dear. I'm the Doctor, and this is Turo. Yes, yes. And, and how about you? Fian. I run an agribusiness on Thorn. I'm a huge admirer. I followed your advice and got my staff to waive their rights to an 18-hour day. Productivity's never been higher. Uh, uh, do you understand how this installation manages to generate so much power? I don't know. Do I need to know? It works. And for my business, that's all that matters. 
Oh, I can tell you from Thorn, dear. That's our entrepreneurial spirit speaking. If I can just bring the group together here. Before we enter the cafeteria, I'd like to show you something I know you'll all find fascinating. Ooh, you haven't got intelligent carpet tiles, have you? Please spare me. The technological advances made possible by the Testament installation have all been for the benefit of humanity. But there are still those who, for whatever reason, make it their business to stand in the way of progress. This sounds important. Some call them saboteurs. Most sensible people just think of them as criminals. Well said, dear. Quite right, too. Testament is a completely safe source of energy. And yet you'll still hear all sorts of conspiracy theories peddled about the nature of our operations. Don't these people have enough work to do that they have time for that sort of tittle-tattle? We believe in an uncompromising approach to deterring acts of willful damage. Like this. <gasps> He's frozen in the wall. That's a living person. Hmm. A saboteur. We had one like that in my agribusiness. They've got no idea how testament works. They're just against it. Whereas you have no idea, you're just for it. What's been done to him? This is part of our testament technology. What you're looking at is a Levson jar. Within the jar, time is frozen. Our criminal doesn't move, doesn't age. He's just pinned there. And quite right, too. I heard it's how people used to collect butterflies. Oh, that's cruel. Different times, dear. When will you set him free? <laughs> you can't come back out of a Leveson jar. Well, you can, but not in the same number of pieces. This is a vicious punishment. I think we've got a sympathiser. I'm sure no one here backs the actions of criminals. That sort of talk may go down well where you travel, Doctor, but I'd keep it to yourself round here. I suppose I'm still adjusting to this new society. Perhaps some of you would like to take a closer look. What are these people doing? Humanity's always had a taste for this sort of thing. In London, hangings used to be public entertainment. The whole thing's vile. You'll struggle to persuade them of that. They don't only think that behaving like this is right. They even think it's virtuous. Before I take you in to make your purchases, does anyone have any questions about what they've seen so far? One or two? Yes. I have some interest in scientific matters, a, a hobby, really. Can you explain the way all this works? How does Testament produce all this energy? <laughs> the number of times I've been asked that. Understandably. Not possible. And I am sorry. But the nature of Testament operations is a matter of closely guarded intellectual property. I'm sure you understand we don't want to do anything that compromises the installation's profitability. No, of course not. The last thing I want to do is hurt profitability. Shall we move on, ladies and gentlemen? What was all that about? They won't tell me what's going on because it's copyright. I'm not sure what to take back for the boys. Teddy bears are nice, but I also like the snow globes. Motherhood's full of these tough decisions, dear. If you'll excuse me a moment. Where 
Where do you suppose she's off to? Taking advantage of us not being supervised to slip away. I think I ought to follow her example. I'll come with you. Please, don't leave me with this lot. I need you to keep listening and watching for anything that's important. Will you be all right? You saw what they do to anyone who makes trouble. Don't worry about me. I've got a wristband. Um... Oh, imagine you're a young boy. What would you prefer? A teddy bear or a snow globe? I really don't know. Ugh. Open meeting 265D, participant code HVT15. Violet, you've been keeping me waiting. You know I hate being kept waiting. I am sorry, Prime Minister. I've got the Treasury coming over. I need some time to myself to work out what not to tell them. I should be bringing good news very soon. I've spoken to the director of the Testament installation. I hope he's the right sort of chap. He's weak and easy to control, as desperate to be rich as he's scared of being poor. Sounds like a solid citizen. Oh, very much so. He can pull off this energy boost. I haven't seen any reason why not. Time is pressing, Violet. The people want an end to the downturn. The slow growth, you mean, of course, Prime Minister. Increase our energy production and you can call it whatever you wish. We're on schedule. And I'm told we're looking at an exponential boost. I'll keep you informed of any problems. I've told you before, Violet. This is on you. Don't bring me problems. Bring me profits. just makes no sense. The same point in each simulation, always a different energy reading. 225, 575, 4000. I don't understand. I think if you don't understand something, it's a very good idea not to mess around with it. Who are you? Well, quite. How did you get in here? I'm from the tour group. But you're not allowed in here. This area is sealed. This is the control deck. Ah, so this is where the magic happens. There are 17 security checks preventing access to this room. Oh, please, um... Mrs. Ellison. Mrs. Ellison, if I can get through 17 different security checks, doesn't that show I must be entitled to be here? Well... Don't you trust the technology of your own installation? I trust the technology. I have less confidence in the people. I'll let you into a secret, Mrs. Ellison. When I said I was with the tour group, that's only part of the story. It's a cover. Then who are you really? I'm a safety assessor. You've come here from Fulton? As you say, to check the current operation of the equipment and that all procedures are being carried out in a manner that poses no risk to human life. Human or testamentarian life. I can trust you, can't I? Take a look at me and make your own judgment. We're under so much pressure. From Horobin. Who is... it's scarcely necessary to say the... Director. And the decisions are his. What risks to take. But it's me pressing the buttons. If what I think is going to happen, I'll be the one who did it. And what do you think will happen? It's what I see in my nightmares. The roof ripped open and the sky full of fire. Testament consumed in a blazing hour. Bad dreams are only that, bad dreams. I'm a scientist. 
I don't rely on dreams or instinct. I go on data. And every time I go through the data, it points in the same direction. That going ahead with this energy boost carries with it an unacceptable level of risk. And don't go ahead with the energy boost. It won't be my decision. But if you're the safety assessor, you could overrule him, couldn't you? Uh, yes, well, uh, I don't see why not. I have to tell you, because I'm frightened. I think this energy boost is going to cause the most appalling explosion anyone has ever seen. Is everyone with us? No need to worry about getting to the front. You'll all be able to see. Uh, uh, haven't missed anything, have I? Where have you been? You see one snow globe, you've seen them all, dear. I see this one's all on his own now, your little friend gone walkabout. I think he might have lost us on the way out of the gift shop. Oh, I shouldn't wonder. I'm sure we'll find him soon enough. Or they will. Yes, don't be morbid, Phoebe dear. Fian! What do you mean, morbid? If you'd like to look up... The projection you're looking at is a three-dimensional representation of the surface of Testament. To the left is the installation we're standing in right now. And in the centre is Testament City, the home of our current workforce and the birthplace of the workforce to come. We have it all in Testament City, from shops and sports clubs to hospitals and schools. Schools? After two decades of continuous growth, Testament City has a population of nearly 75,000 men, women and children. So it's never been more important to ensure that safety is our top priority. With the quantities of energy you're creating, an accident would be catastrophic. There have never been any accidents on Testament. I think that's part of the problem. The people higher up? I can't imagine it ever going wrong. What does it run on? Your energy cell? Carry-on. Carry-on? Th that's not possible. Carry-on's inert. You can't do anything with it. Oh, there's no point in explaining. You wouldn't understand. I'm a quick learner. What we do here isn't about heat or fission. It involves the manipulation of time. Of course. Bending time. That's the secret of Testament technology, like the Leveson jar. We can create two instances of the same carry-on atom in the same space. Two versions of the same atom out of sync with each other in time. Like a person meeting an older version of themselves. But the two atoms can't coexist for long. There's a huge outrush of energy. The Blenovich limitation effect. You've turned a hazard of time travel into an industry. And that's our energy cell. What Horobin wants to do is increase the number of atoms. Naturally. Wherever humanity travels in the universe, greed goes along with them. Every extra atom we introduce should increase the effect exponentially, but we should be able to control and manage it. Control and manage it? You're running light bulbs off the forces of the space-time continuum. You're sailing into a storm and your boat isn't built strongly enough to stand it. If you understand all this, tell me what would happen. Oh, your nightmare would come true, Mrs. Ellison. Maybe within hours, maybe seconds, but it's inevitable. A runaway increase in energy and an explosion. You need to speak to Horobin. Well, perhaps I'll be able to explain a few things to him. No. 
I think I'll be the one explaining things. Like exactly what the policy of the Testament installation is towards saboteurs. I can't believe you build a whole city so close to a place like this. Perfectly sensible, dear. Cuts down on the travel time, boosts the working hours. You have to make economies in order to compete. It's the same in my agribusiness. Since I made the workers start sleeping in the grain silos, our numbers just keep going up. But if anything went wrong with the technology... I really think we've had enough of your negative attitude. Don't be too hard on him. He's from off-world. Supposed to be, anyway. I told you, I'm a traveller. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'll follow me, I can show you something most visitors to Testament never get to see. The boxing gym. We believe in workers letting off steam so that they can go about their duties in the correct spirit of peaceful non-aggression. Stand against the wall, Doctor, and don't provoke me. I'm happy to use violence if I have to. Yes, I'm sure you are. I'm not used to handling a gun like this, you see. We wouldn't want it to go off accidentally. Horobin, you need to listen to him. I've heard all this sort of drivel before. I don't need to listen to saboteurs. He's a safety assessor from Thorn. Uh, to an extent. There are no safety assessors. I'm the senior scientist, and I answer to the deputy leader. Well, there's an excellent idea. Perhaps we can bring in the deputy leader. It's Violet Hardacre, isn't it? And she can join the conversation. I don't need to ask the deputy leader's opinion about what to do with you. We're of the same mind. About everything. How uninspiring. Particularly about what to do with saboteurs. Look, it doesn't matter who I am. What's important is that you listen. I know about time travel. Mrs. Ellison will tell you. Mrs. Ellison, it's 5.20. What? We start the experiment. But shouldn't we wait? At least for security to take him away? Now there's a good idea. I've got him covered. I'm not having him push us behind schedule. Don't you see that's what he wants? What I want You want is... us to stop, right? Yes. Classic saboteur's mentality. You can't introduce more versions of the same atom into that energy cell. Always damning up progress. Holding us all back. The effect will tear the time stream of the atom apart. You won't be able to control it. You'll get an infinite replication. That atom repeated in every moment of its history. Superstition and pseudoscience. The release of energy will be like few things the universe has ever seen. What is our power reading, Mrs. Ellison? 275. I, I want to wait. Are you not prepared to operate under my instructions? Are you sure that's the choice you want to make? Is it the choice your family would want you to make? Please. I have to, Doctor. Create the initial replication. And give me the readings. It's climbing. More than doubling. 600, 650, 700. It's slowing. Holding just over 800. And again. Replicate. Oh, it's a massive leap. Straight past 1,500. Exponential gain. Where's it stabilising? 3,000. It's not stabilising. 8,000. 20,000. And still climbing... I don't know. The instruments, they don't go beyond 20,000. This will mean the end of your installation, Horobin, and the planet. Shut up. Get it under control, Mrs. Ellison. I can't. The explosion is coming now, and nothing can stop it. 
still climbing? I don't know. The instruments, they don't go beyond 20,000. This will mean the end of your installation, Horobin, and the planet. Shut up. Get it under control, Mrs. Ellison. I can't. The explosion is coming now, and nothing can stop it. Mrs. Ellison, are you all right? I can't see you through the dust. Hold on. I have to finish this. Cross your fingers and pray to anyone you think might answer. There. What have you done? Where's Orobin? He was there when that beam came down. He's breathing. We should get him into a chair. Will it be all right? Will any of us? There's been considerable structural damage. The force of the blast has taken out a lot of the roof. It's just like my nightmare. The roof torn off and the sky on fire. Jasmine destroyed in a blazing hour, but we're still here. The explosion should have been many times more powerful. What did you do? I didn't know if it would work. I've never tried it before on this sort of scale. The time dam. You can do that. I think I have. Just around the energy cell itself. It began to explode, but I've held it back. Frozen time in the middle of the bang. You probably ought to know that's very, very clever. I just tried to do whatever I could. Let me see the readings. Yes, it's unstable. That dam won't keep things in place forever. Eventually, it will break down and the explosion will continue. So you were wrong. When? About it being clever. I failed. No, I don't think so, Mrs. Ellison. You've bought us something more valuable than anything else Testament has ever produced. You've bought us time. Time to do what? Time to find out if there's anything we can do about that energy cell and to evacuate everyone off this planet. How can we get in contact with Testament City? Uh, there's a vision conference room on this level. Fine. You keep an eye on the time dam. I'll go and introduce myself to the neighbors. Yes, but Doctor, I have to ask. Yes? I was the operator. I pressed the button that made all this happen. This will always be my fault, won't it? Someone was always going to be put in your position. And it's only thanks to you we've both still got a future in which to put things right. Help! Please help me! There's something happened to my legs. Who's there? It's Turlo. Oh, please help me! Don't get yourself worked up, dear. Violet Heidegger never lets a voter down. Just let me get to you. There's everyone else. Now, don't worry yourself about that. Not in your condition. That's the last thing that should be on your mind. Tell me! I'll put it as delicately as I can. There's a lot of people around here who are less alive than they used to be. What? I know, it does seem a bit heartless, but there's no use crying over spilt... etc. I've had to grow a very rough skin, you know, dear. You have to make a lot of difficult decisions in my job, and if you thought about all the effects they have on people, you just fall apart. 
That noise. It's over. Oh, that's a good sign. Seems like there's somebody in charge after all. It must be the doctor. He'll be helping to sort all this out. Yes, I really must talk to that friend of yours. The two of us need to have a good old chinwag. He'll talk to you. He's very happy to talk to anyone. And he'll be grateful that you've helped me. Please, can you see what's happened to my legs? Uh, I think it's this pillar that's the problem. Lying on you. Something nasty, that is. I don't suppose you can wriggle out from under it? No. It's got me completely pinned. Let me try and shift it. What happened? There was an explosion, dear. More than that, I don't know yet. I'm not a scientist. It's working. It's moving. Oh, thank you. Oh, mercy. I don't like the look of that at all. Move this pillar and we'll bring the whole roof down if we're not careful. What are you doing? Nothing that could be done. Kind is just to let him be. Come back! I had to save myself. No sense in us both dying. Don't just disappear! Help me! Your conferencing equipment's been fairly knocked about, I'm afraid. If we're going to get through to Testament City, it'll have to be another way. Ah. Hello. Are you going to tell me what you've done to my installation? I see you've got your breath back. And your weapon. Just answer the question. The doctor hasn't done anything. The explosion happened just as the simulations told us it would. Now shut up. The experiment worked perfectly. The experiment was a disaster. You were standing here, Horobin. You saw it for yourself. The indigenous are impressionable. It's always been known. You can fool her, but not me. All this is time we cannot afford to waste. What do you know about time? Time was supposed to make me rich. I told the deputy leader we could provide exponential growth, instead of which the energy cells offline. Of course it is. Have you any idea how much all of this is costing? No. Silly me. Of course you don't. People like you have no sense of priorities. If we work together, we could still find a way to make all this right. All I want is to know exactly what he's done. None of this is my doing. Your energy cell exploded. It can't explode. It's not possible. It's not something that can happen. So stop lying and tell me something else. If you don't trust me, trust your instruments. I can show you all the data. I'll trust the evidence of my own eyes. Show me where you planted the bomb. There is no bomb! Show me! Something exploded and it wasn't my energy cell. Now, we can go and have a look for it together. Or I can shoot you right here and go and look for it myself. Up to you. Like all big decisions, I think it's very important to allow people to take their time. I know there's someone here. Please, help me. I'm hurt. Not so loud. I don't know who else is around. Fian? 
Uh, you can keep calling me that if you like. You won't help. You're just out for yourselves, the lot of you. Go on, leave me here. Self-pity's not very attractive. Is it this that's got you trapped? You can't move it. Violet said it'll bring the roof down. Oh, if it brings the roof down, it'll fall on us both. I'm not going to abandon you. Which faction are you with? I don't understand the question. Oh, you can't start getting cagey now. The way you and your friend were talking earlier, it was obvious. What do you think a cover story is? Something that happens to other people? I had to lay the agribusiness stuff on extra thick so I didn't get dragged in with you. There. Oh, thank you. For a human being, you're a lot more humane than Violet. Was she injured? As far as I could see, she was all in one unsentimental piece. <sighs> the blast must have knocked me out, but I think I'm okay otherwise. Which faction did you say you were in? I said I didn't know what you were talking about. Can you walk? <sighs> oh, I can't. It's too painful. In my legs. You're like the man we saw frozen in the wall, aren't you? Montgomery said you were saboteurs. Well, you know the old Thorn saying, one person's activist is another one's saboteur. I've seen something we can use. Wait there. Fian! You, you will come back, won't you? I don't like being alone here. That doesn't surprise me in the least. Fian! What is that? Who's out there? Did you hear that? It sounded like an animal. I couldn't hear anything. But heaven knows what you'll find in the dark corners of this place. Like this. Wheelchair? Why not? Why not indeed? Plenty of the best people use them. I just feel bad for you. What? Having to push. Oh. Uh. Come on! Oh. <sighs> Deputy Leader, I was praying you'd make it. <laughs> Civic-minded of you, dear. Have you seen anyone else from the tour group? Uh, I should check. Uh, no survivors in that direction. No point in distressing yourself, Montgomery. I'm afraid the tour's been suspended. Yes. Not much demand for snow globes now, is there? I ought to go to the energy cell chamber. The message at the moment is that everyone spare should go down there and help. Rather you than me, dear. Please don't go too far ahead, Doctor. I want to know I can shoot you easily. I hope you're making yourself feel better because that is all the good this is doing. Hold on. There's someone here. Under all this! Is she alive? Come away from her! No pulse. Another of your victims. Not mine. All this wreckage. You've ruined the installation. I hope you're taking pride in all this now, because you won't have long to enjoy it. Why would anyone be proud of what's happened here? Saboteurs, it's what you live for. Destroying every technological advance and holding us all back. Yes, never underestimate the power of an entrenched belief system. Of course. 
It might be personal. Yes, I hadn't considered that. Help me shift these railings or we won't get anywhere. <laughs> Have we met before? Did I do something to you that you've come here now to destroy me? Oh, calm down. <laughs> it's a vendetta, isn't it? You couldn't bear the thought of me being rich, so you had to do anything you could to bring me down. We should leave the installation. Somebody needs to warn the city before the time dam fails completely. No. We're going to the energy cell chamber. You're going to show me the bomb. Can you approach this reasonably for one moment? We need to get people away from the explosion. Oh, yes. The explosion. We can't forget the explosion. I wasn't planning to. Everything we're doing, all of our actions, are based on the idea that the energy cell has exploded. That's why Mrs. Ellison has taken it offline. That's what has happened. But maybe that's just the particular tune you want us to dance to, Doctor. What if it's all just a ruse? What if there was no explosion? Madness. You could falsify the data, couldn't you? Rig the instruments to make it look like Testament has exploded, even though everyone knows it's not possible. Put the gun down and look around. We are wading through wreckage. Where do you think it's come from? I won't be listening to any more of your opinions. You're a saboteur. All you deserve is summary execution. Turn your face to the wall. <sighs> Amazing how the gentlest slope can seem like a mountain. I'd have hoped that by the 31st century, wheelchairs would be a little more advanced. <sighs> Depends what the people at the top think it's worth spending money on, I suppose. And there's no kindness about their priorities. At least if we're going uphill, it means we're getting closer to the surface. We should look for my friend. He'll be able to help. If he's alive, he'll be making for the surface, the same as we are. We need to get to Testament City and tell the authorities there what's happened. What can they do? I'm thinking this explosion could finally be enough to get the installation closed. Get the human race looking elsewhere for energy. Montgomery said the Testament technology was safe. And they said the Jupiter Heavy Ocean Cruiser was unsinkable. Remember how that ended? I can guess. <clears throat> I mean, look around. Does this seem to you like a safe form of technology? Are you sure they'll listen to us when we get there? We should go straight to the city leader. He's a local man, Bradley, and he carries a lot of weight with the government on Thorn. He's very powerful. Open meeting 358J. Participant code CBJ23. Hello there. It's Bradley, isn't it? Prime Minister. We've not spoken, have we? You're indigenous, I see. Testamentarian. Oh, yes. Crass of me. It's very good of you to spare the time. Yes, I thought so too. How are things down there in Testament City? I hope the answer is uneventful. There is something we ought to discuss. If you want to make a request to improve the quality of sub-11 schooling, I'd put it out of your mind. Thorne's resources are stretched quite far enough. 
come back in a decade. No, no, it's not that. I mean, I mean, that is a problem, but... We're rather more concerned about the installation. There's been an explosion. Can you be entirely sure? We felt the shockwaves, Prime Minister. And when you look out, you can see the fires. Well, I'll make it my business to look into this, Bradley. You can't say fairer than that. I know I'm not really in a position to suggest this, but ought there to be some planning for an evacuation? It's a novel and expensive suggestion. Only, with the fire still raging and such a lot of power contained inside the installation, and it is very close to the city, I'm concerned that people here are starting to panic. Then you must stop them panicking, Bradley. That's one of the jobs of being a leader. Yeah. I do accept that, Prime Minister. Tell your people to sit tight. Use force if necessary. I tend to find troops on the streets always calm a situation down. I can't believe it. So many bodies. Be thankful there are bodies. What do you mean? The energy cell can't have fully exploded. If it had, we wouldn't be here to count the dead. That thing would rip a hole in the galaxy. I'm glad you found a bright side. You hear that this time? Yes. I'm afraid so. We need to get to the surface. But what could it be? You hear all sorts of rumours in the activist community. I don't pay too much attention to the wild stuff. Tell me! Before the installation started producing power, there were years of testing. Scientists experimenting with how far they could bend time and distort matter. Distort matter? (laughs) Manipulations of genetic material. DNA. There are people who say the early testament experiments bred hideous monsters. I always thought it was just scaremongering. But suppose they've been kept here all this time. And the explosions set them free. Uh-huh. Compose yourself for execution, Doctor. I am composed. How about you? I'm doing my duty for the government of Thorn and for the whole human empire. You really shouldn't shoot me in the back, though. Some people would call that cowardly. Shut up! You need to be able to look your victim in the eyes. (laughs) The monsters. But it's not true. It's not true! My gun! You've ruined it! You've ruined everything! Tell me about the monsters. They never gave me any information. The people in the government. So, I thought it was just rumors. Not everyone who's run this place has done their duty as well as I have. Some of them made mistakes. There are no monsters. I would have known about it. But you can't expect me to know everything, can you? Be reasonable. You'll have to ask the deputy leader. So, where did you get all your information from? You remember the man in the Leveson jar? Frozen in time. He was called Hedge. Part of my faction. A very old friend. But when they showed us his body, you didn't give away your feelings. 
This isn't a world where it pays to have feelings. I'm sorry? Oh, it was all a long time ago, and I don't think about it every day. He was a scientist, working here. One of many activists on the inside of Testament sending back information. I think we knew more about what was going on than the people running the place. Using time paradoxes as a source of power. I mean, however you look at it, it's an incredible feat of engineering. It's disgusting. They're playing games with a force none of us understands. I know someone who would agree with you. Stop! In the dark. I couldn't see the hole. We could both have gone down. The whole floor's been blasted out here. Deep, isn't it? I can climb over that rubble to get to the intersection and see if there's another way round. If you wait here, I won't be long. I, I really hope you won't. You do understand, don't you, Doctor? That you know that I'm not to blame. None of this is my doing. Blame isn't important now. What's important is stopping what happens next. You can make it all right, can't you? You can make all of this go away. You can fix it. You're an expert. Ellison said so. We need to get out. I have a ship. We can get to the city. Well, what are you going to let them do to me up there? If you want to help, you're going to need to calm down. I'm not guilty. It was Violet Hardacre. She was the one. She told me I had to do it. I didn't think you'd make such a mastodon's breakfast out of it, dear. Oh. Hello. Where have you been hiding all this time? Deputy Leader, I found the source of the problem. This man is a saboteur. Once we've eliminated him, I will bring the energy cell back online and everything will return to normal. I've been here listening for the last ten minutes, Horobin. I have to say, I now have my doubts about your decision-making under pressure. The noble art of understatement. I'll deal with you in a minute. Horobin, go back to the control deck. Someone needs to take charge of things down there. I really don't think that's a good idea. Can't do any more damage than he already has, can he? Off you scurry. As you say, Deputy Leader. Fellas in a trance. Some people simply do not rise to the challenges of responsibility. Did you order him to boost the energy cell? Yes. And I've worked out that was a mistake, dear, so there's no need to lecture me about it. One of my iron rules of politics, when you fouled up, accept it and move on. You seem to understand more about this than that fool, so tell me where we stand. The energy cell is exploding, but the time dam is slowing the process down. Slowing it, but not stopping it. Left unchecked, the blast will continue to spread until it consumes Testament, Thorn, and most of this part of the universe. Hmm. You're not a glass-half-full sort of chap, are you? I hardly think levity is appropriate, considering the consequences of your actions. If I told you I didn't know what was going to happen, would that help? No. Well, that's settled, then. I make decisions quickly. What's settled? As it stands, dear. The likelihood is we're all going to die in a great big fireball. Something like that. If we haven't got long to live, we might as well spend that time trying to put the fire out. We need to talk to the authorities on Thorn. If we can find a way to the surface, then we can look for some functioning transport. I might be able to do a bit better.
Champion. Can you still hear me? Fian! Please, if you can hear this, come back! Oh, please. Can you understand speech? I am armed! No! No! Go away! Get away from me! Fian! Doctor! Is this your ship? You're surprised. I've seen stranger, dear. As long as it gets us to Thorn. We have to find my friend first. First? Yes, you remember him. The boy, Turlow. I won't leave Testament without him. Doctor, you might have to compose yourself. What? Tell me. I was with him when the explosion happened. The walls caved in and the roof came down. There was nothing I could do. No, it can't be true. Please. I didn't want to be the one who broke it to you. Not again. Just not again. The last thing he said, I was holding his hand. He said, the doctor will help. The doctor will help. Doctor. We should go to Thorn. Where's the doctor? Yes. That's all you care about, isn't it? Between the two of you, you've got my energy cells shut down. But you've wasted enough of my time. You ought to sit down. Sit down doing nothing like you, you mean? No. It's lucky I'm back. Someone's got to take charge. The time down is just about holding stable. Take it down. I'm sorry? There's nothing wrong with the energy cell. We were misinformed. We need to get it back online and sending power to the Empire. You don't know what you're saying. Testament is the heartbeat of the human race. It's our job to provide power, our job and my responsibility. The energy cell is blown. If I remove the time dam, it will kill us all instantly. I've spent too much of my life hesitating when people tell me things can't be done. For once, I want to take some decisive action. Take down the time dam. This will mean the end for everyone. I am armed, Mrs. Ellison. If you don't obey my instructions, I will shoot you where you stand. Horribin. Do it! I'm okay. The monster! It's not what we thought. It's not a monster. It's human. Fionn! Turner! Please! If you can! Help me! 
Prince Montgomery.
monster! It's not what we thought. It's not a monster. It's human. Theon! Turlock! Please! If you can! Help me! It's Montgomery. What's happened to her? What's happened to her face? I don't know. It's not like anything I've seen before. What happened, Montgomery? Were you burned? Those are burns. After the explosion, I went to help. Our trained technician. They needed every pair of hands. What were you asked to do? What did you see? I went to the energy cell chamber. We thought that we could shut the thing down. There was a wave or something, like a wind. I got caught in it. And this is what it did. All of us. There was a man there. A human. Temporal scientist. Senior. I told you, Turlough. This is all time science. He was the same. Body all bent and warped. Before he died, he told me what it was. Montgomery, we're going to help you. Not possible. The blast coming out of the energy cell caught me in it. Every cell in my body aged at a different rate. No hope. How many of you are there like this? All of us who went in the energy cell chamber. I couldn't count. All like me. Dead and dying all over the installation. We were right. Everything we've always believed about this place. That doesn't help Montgomery. When people hear about this, there'll be no more testaments. You can't see horrors like this and carry on. I always believed in the installation. They told me it was safe. She's gone. The price of power. It could have happened to everyone here, you know. We could be the only ones. No. You're thinking about your friend? It won't have happened to him. I know the Doctor. He's not someone it's very easy to defeat. I'm not sure I'll be much use to you on Thorn, Violet. I have a lot to come to terms with. Dimensional engineering of some sort, is that what you've got going on here? Do you hold the intellectual property rights? That sort of thing's essential these days, you know. I really need to sit down. Oh, you've had a shock, dear. Death's not something you have to deal with every day. I only wish that were true. Too many, too often. Try not to dwell on it. He was my responsibility. They are all my responsibility. Oh, then we should try to make it all worthwhile. I'm sorry? Go to Thorn and make them take action, dear. So that no more go the way of Tony. Tell her. May his memory live on forevermore. I don't know that we should be leaving, Testament. This 
time dam is not stable. It could fail without constant monitoring. I've left Mr. Horovin in charge. He's got to be good for something. Take down the time dam. Put my energy cell back online. Horobin, I'm going to say this slowly and calmly, and I want you to listen. I'm ordering you to... The experiment failed. Output surged and the energy cell began to explode. No. It is only the time dam that is holding the blast back and stopping an even greater catastrophe. I cannot bring the energy cell back online because there is no energy cell. It's gone. You'll do as you're ordered if you know what's good for you. You know the penalty for insubordination? Death. Worse. Unemployment. You've got a family in Testament City. Yes. They depend on you. Your work. Your money. Think for a moment about what you're putting on the line. I need you to make the right choice. And so do they. I've already made the wrong choice, Horobin. Now I have to be strong enough to try and put it right. Sit down. I don't understand. Sit down. What's happening, Mrs. Ellison? A fluctuation in the time dam. The doctor said it was unstable. Oh, heavens! Is this the end? It's holding. The time dam is still holding. Horribin, can you check the readouts for any fresh damage? Can you do it? I'm not sure I can manage. More fires blazing across the upper decks. If there's anyone still out there who hasn't made it to the surface yet, there's no hope for them. Look at the floor numbers. They're nearly there. I can't make them out. I can barely breathe. <coughs> oh, come on. We made it this far. We can't die now. Die? How can we die? Look around at this place. We're already in hell. <coughs> well, I've got you here, Valet. The planet Thorn. Quite a change from Testament. Is it? Oh, the old colonial planners chose well, dear. It's a beautiful place. Apart from the north, that's practically uninhabitable. Certainly for anyone with money. You need to tell them what has happened. It'll have to be you. I'm in no state to make a case to anyone. You can't let that young man's death hang over you. Thank you for the advice. I've always seen grief as a form of self-indulgence, you know. And we can't afford self-indulgence right now, can we, dear? We have to get the population of Testament City off the planet, and then we must explore whatever options remain open to us. Care to tell me what you mean by options? I need to know if Thorn has the capacity for remote world implosion. You want to blow up Testament? Yes. Well, it has been tried. In a war. Of course it has. It's how they ended the Siege of Troy. The city? The planet. Troy was imploded. One doesn't like to think about the casualties. I expect one doesn't. But the war was over. 
And what remained was a singularity. A black hole? Yes. It's an answer. Before the energy cell fully explodes, sent it into a black hole. It could be the only way out for this galaxy. Well, dear, I've always admired people prepared to think the unthinkable. And your government? Will they listen? Oh, you can have confidence in the leaders of Thorn, Doctor. Their sole consideration is the health and welfare of the people. Oh, good. And of course, I'm exactly the same. <laughs> should be there. Oh, it's so hot. There's no daylight. If we're that close to the surface, there ought to be daylight. Uh, uh, We've done it. I don't believe it. The surface is on the other side of those doors. Light and fresh air. Oh, if we could just breathe. Uh. Hang on. Tim, what have you done? Oh, I'm all right. It's nothing. Your, your, your oh. hand. It's hot. The door, metal, and the, and the fire. We'll have to go another way. Oh, there is no other way. I know that. Don't watch. What? Give me your jacket and don't watch. system to fight the fires, but nothing's working. Mr. Arbiter, I'm grateful to this tribunal for giving me the chance to set the record straight. Arvin, what are you talking about? Help me! I'm sure all sorts of allegations will have been made about who made what decision and who took what action. Our own plumbing system draws down from the reservoir on the surface. Could I direct that into the sprinklers? Is it even possible? Mr. Arbiter, Horribin. I do not want to cast aspersions on the conduct of anyone else involved in this incident, if incident it be deemed. It's working. The sprinklers are working. However, I think we can all agree that my conduct throughout has been exemplary. Makes a change from testament, doesn't it, dear? I expect you're impressed by the grounds. I hadn't realised I should be. Brought here from Earth, you know, at unimaginable expense. Don't breathe a word of it to the press, but you can trace the DNA of these lawns back all the way to the lost city of Peterborough. Stunning. We just tried for a game of golf if it wasn't for the local gravity. Here she comes. Now, don't be nervous. She's very down-to-earth and terribly informal. Violet. Prime Minister, we're so delighted you could bless us with even a moment of your precious time. I'm the doctor. No need to bow. 
I wasn't. No, I noticed. He's from Offworld, Prime Minister. A traveller. Ah, one of the entrepreneurial sort of chaps that keeps the Empire going. Not exactly. What I run is more of a non-profit operation. Oh, how dull for you. It has its moments. You wanted to speak to me about testament. Yes, it's a ticklish sort of matter, but... A catastrophe has occurred. The testament energy cell is in the process of destroying itself. If we leave it unchecked, the blast will consume testament this planet and most of the galaxy. I understand. Alarmist sort of fellow, isn't he? He seems to know a lot more about it than our people on the ground. If you found me an expert, Violet, I'd better hear what he has to advise. <clears throat> With the help of your technology, we can evacuate the population of Testament. Then we implode the planet into a black hole. Excellent. Yes, I see. And then we'll be able to switch the energy cell straight back on? Um, I'm not sure you followed me. Very important financially, the Testament energy cell. It's a point I've made to him, Prime Minister. Really counting on it to end this period of slow growth. Violet staked her job on turning round the economy. Have I? Yes. Thank you, Prime Minister. So, the sooner we can get this back up and running, the better. And we can offer you... 50,000? There is no energy cell. It's been destroyed. 60. If I may come in here, I have to say, Prime Minister, based on what I've seen with my own eyes, there seems to be little chance of getting anything more out of Testament. Write it off, you think? I like to think you've never known me waste money unnecessarily, but on this occasion, I think we have no choice. All right, Doctor. I'm going to back your recommendation. Thank you. I'll go even better. I'll put it on the agenda for the very next meeting of the Cabinet. What? No! And I think we've got a very good chance of a parliamentary resolution. There isn't time. All goes well? We could have this tied up by... Well, when's Easter? They always move that one around. It's all too late. Much, much too late. But why am I surprised? I've seen this world. If there's money to be made, you'll do everything in your power to grab onto it. But if it's a question of saving lives, even if it's your own, then why not put off till tomorrow what has to be done today? If this is the state of the human race, I'm disgusted with it. Come back, dear. You're making a big mistake. You should never turn your back on the Prime Minister. I'm so sorry. He's, he's recently suffered a bereavement. I see. Feeble-minded sort of chap, is he? I'm afraid so. I suppose we have to do this, then. But evacuation, it makes it all start to sound terribly expensive. And if we're losing the energy cell, too... Well, Violet, I'm not sure where that leaves you. I think I have a way to rescue our financial position, Prime Minister. You know the, the saying, every crisis is a chance for profit. Well, then get on with it. And keep it all as quiet as you can. You don't need too many people knowing about the failure of the experiment. You might want to bear that in mind with regard to your expert friend. Prime Minister, as always, you see things so clearly. Ah. What's it doing? Accelerated healing. One of the more positive uses of time science. How are your hands? Ah. 
The wounds are gone. Impressive technology. I can see the government throws money at you, Mayor Bradley. I wish it was like that. If it's things that will keep us working, there's no problem there. But anything more than that, you can forget about it. I thought you were supposed to have influence in the government. If I had influence in the government, I'd have a much better job than running Testament City. This is as much as I can hope for, being indigenous. So, they won't listen to you? I'll tell them. Blow out at the installation. Whole planet at risk. It might make it halfway up the pile in somebody's in-tray. We're not important to them, except as a profit centre. You could go to Thorn. Tell them you're the mayor of Testament City and you've got a right to see the Prime Minister. I could. And if I did that, they'd lock me up, same as any other madman. The only way you get things done on Thorn is if you've got money. Or you've got dirt on someone who has. Blackmail. It's their second favourite currency. Beautiful place, Thorn. On the outside. It's healed. I can put my weight straight on it. It's as good as new. At least I can do that much for you. I'd like to do more. You can get your people off the planet. It's dangerous. There must be an evacuation plan. A precaution for if things go badly wrong. I think they must have been certain that the energy cell was safe. You see, there is an evacuation plan. Very detailed. Tells you how to get everyone off the planet. What there aren't is enough ships. Every second we waste, we get closer to the moment when the time dam fails. You don't think it's failed already? No, I don't. Because we're still here. Good point, dear. Tea? <sighs> Nothing gets done here, does it? This is a planet mired in inertia. Well... We'd be better off going back to Testament. I could work with Mrs Ellison, see if we could find a way to stabilise the time dam. I don't think it's possible, but we could at least try. It's all in hand. The Prime Minister's dealing with it. Oh, yes, of course. Lest we forget. Crushed by the wheels of bureaucracy. You're quite a demoralising person to be around at times, dear. Have a scone. Made according to the original recipe, as verified by the archaeologists. <laughs> the only thing they haven't managed to settle is the pronunciation. We can't wait on the outcome of your parliamentary process. Oh, good gracious me, no. I mean, I'm all for democracy. Well, in theory. But I'm not going to pretend it doesn't have its limitations. Don't worry. I've made alternative arrangements. What arrangements? Arrangements that the government has absolutely no need to know about. Oh. Is that allowed? You surely don't think I'm the sort of politician who only does things that are allowed. I stand corrected. You'll find on Thorn that there's a correct and proper way of doing things, and then there's the way things actually get done. Never confuse the sideshow with the main event. Uh, Prime Minister, the Doctor and I were just saying that these scones are to die for. There are more sensitive ways of putting it. Doctor... I know you've been rather underwhelmed by the speed of our processes. To say the least. I have, I think, a pleasant surprise for you. The Cabinet are unanimous, and they backed immediate action. Oh, thank goodness. There's going to be an inquiry. What? What? Oh, no! An immediate inquiry. Fast-tracked. We could well be appointing an arbiter by the end of the month. Futile! Perhaps you have some steps you'd like to take before that. 
Violet. You might want to consult me in private. I don't see there's anything you need to hide from me. Oh, bless me, dear, you are so innocent. Now wait here and don't misbehave. Don't misbehave. Violet! <laughs> Locked in. That's not going anywhere anytime soon. Talo? Anything that way? Nothing that'll clear the ionosphere. This isn't a spaceport, it's a museum. They must have brought the colonists in these and then left the ships to rot. Once you're on testament, you're meant to be forgotten about. So, no one's getting off this planet. We'll have to think of something else. Fian, I did want to say thank you for getting us both out of the installation. It's what anyone would have done. Not Violet Hardacre. Did you know they'd be able to heal your hands? No. But I had to do it. Activists look out for each other. I'm not an activist. I don't know if I could have done it. Put my hands on the metal of a burning door and... Push. Oh, don't talk about it. I'd like to have that kind of courage. It's the same kind of courage Hedge had. And look where I got him. Locked up in a Leveson jar. Revolting things. Although, Fian, that could be it. The Leveson jars? How large is the energy cell? Not big. Doesn't have to be. Smaller than a human. The Leveson jars freeze time, am I correct? Permanently. You can't unfreeze it without destroying the contents. If we could encase the energy cell inside one of those, then it wouldn't matter how unstable the energy cell was, it'd never explode. Everything about it would be suspended in time. Turlo, that's... Are you going to say brilliant? I was going to say possible. You think it might work? It'll be a chance to find out if you do have courage after all. Will it? Well, you remember what happened to Montgomery. It's not the sort of thing you forget. And there's only one way we can go about this plan of yours. We're going to have to go back into the installation and enter the energy cell chamber. Thank you, Prime Minister. Uh, this has to be placed inside the energy cell chamber. So the soldiers tell me. Then it'll be at the centre of the singularity. I'll oversee it myself. Very sensible. Given that you literally can't afford anything else to go wrong. Horobin, the testament installation is over. The whole place is finished. You do understand that, don't you? You say it is so. So it must be so. All I am trying to do is prevent the ultimate explosion so we can make sure this doesn't end in complete disaster. Do you agree? I have to agree. You are the one in command. But I'm not in... There's no point in arguing with the realities of it. I've not lived up to my responsibilities. Now you are the one making the choices. There must be something else we can do. Horobin, you're cleared for all the intellectual property. Is there anything I don't know about the way the energy cell works? 
Oh, the things we know, Mrs. Ellison. The things we know and the things we don't know and the things we know we don't know, not knowing what we know. Is there an emergency shutdown? No shutdown. Not needed. The energy cell was designed to run continuously, endlessly pumping out power for the good of the whole human empire. Until now. If we could shut it down while it's still behind the time dam, there surely wouldn't be an explosion, because there'd be nothing left behind to explode. If we could just switch the whole thing off. No shutdown. Not even to be thought about. Bad for morale. Keep sequence 320 off the table. What is sequence 320? What is anything? Horribin! Atomic dispersal. Closes down the energy cell immediately, even in the middle of operations. So it's possible? Not to be taken lightly. They made sure of that. You need two operators to do it. But you can show me how to do it, can't you? Whatever you want, Mrs. Ellison. You're in charge now. Hello! Is there anyone listening? You can't keep me here. I need to get back to Testament. There's an apocalypse heading towards us, and I'm the only one who can do anything about it. Hello. Oh, goodness me, what a lot of shouting. Sounded like someone being tortured. How do you know what someone being tortured sounds like? Only a figure of speech, dear. You do take things to heart. Why was I locked in? I didn't want you getting under my feet, dear. I had to go and see a man about a bomb. Happy birthday. What's in the box? They call it a Chronox capsule. Small, but deadly. Actually, that's what they used to say about my first husband. What's it for? Your plan, dear. My plan? If you take this into the energy cell chamber and detonate it, the planet Testament will completely cease to exist. Tello, are you frightened? Of course I'm frightened. I remember Montgomery. We haven't seen anyone else like that. We haven't seen anyone alive. I think this is the Leveson unit. What about you, Fian? Are you frightened? I'm more frightened of what'll happen if we don't do this. Sinister looking, isn't it? Methods of execution generally are. Help me get it onto the trolley. Come on. It's time to descend. It has to be placed by hand, of course. Of course. But you've got your ship. You don't have to go up with it. I'm not sure that's what's bothering you, is it, dear? You have quite an insight into people, Violet. Ah, you have to understand a thing or two about psychology, dear, if you're going to make it work to your advantage. The risk to me is not something I'm worried about. I've already lost Turlow because I came to Testament in the first place. I can hardly put much value on my own life after that. I think you're scared of the enormity of it all. And you'd be absolutely right. Obliterating an entire planet. Testament's not important. Spoken like a human. 
It's got an indigenous species with a culture and a way of life. We'll evacuate the population. The planet is more than the sum of its people. I'm talking about billions of years of history, all ending at my hands. But it has to happen. The situation with the energy cell is irretrievable. This is the only course of action. And it's all on me. I've done it before, you know. You'd think a murderer would become indifferent the more atrocities he commits. But for me, it's always as fresh as the first time. Once again, I am become death. The destroyer of worlds. What if this isn't the right way? We could end up walking around here for hours. Wait. Listen a minute. Come on. No. I think it's the other way. Turlor, come on. This is it. The energy cell chamber. I don't understand. This is human technology from the distant future. And there's still something primal in my bones telling me to run and hide. We have to do this. What did Montgomery say? That what happened to her was like a wave or a wind? If it happens to us in there, we may not have much time. We could go and look for the doctor. He may still be around here. No. It's up to us. Think about Bradley and all the people in Testament City. If they're going to have any chance of survival, we have to try. You can do this. Yes. I have to. <clears throat> I'm going to open the chamber doors. You follow me in with the Leveson jar. Look. The energy cell is right there. It's so bright. You hear that? The wind. Hear it. Ah! <laughs> 
Is it? No, I don't think so. You're the only man for the job. That's what comes of being an expert. It's terribly bad for you. I'll do it as long as you evacuate the people on Testament. The Prime Minister herself promised. I want to see those ships leaving Thorn for Testament with my own eyes. <sighs> Having got to know a little bit about your politics, I'm not going to do anything without a guarantee. You do catch on quick, dear. I'd rather not have any more unnecessary deaths on my conscience. One is more than enough for today. I'll put the necessary wheels in motion, and then we'll travel down there in your TARDIS, shall we? We? I pushed Horobin to carry out the experiment. If I'm responsible for this mess, I should be there to help with the clean-up. Violet Hardacre, I had no idea you cared. <laughs> I'm shrewd enough to have a pretty good idea what you think of me. You think I've only been helping you to save my own skin. The thought had occurred. I'll surprise you yet, dear. Even on Thorn, there's such a thing as honour. If I've misjudged you, then I'm sorry. Well, it looks like I have the chance to prove it to you. Care for a trip? I think I understand it all. So I shut the time down down first. Then I hold down these two switches, and you press the final four buttons in sequence. I'm sure that's how it works. Please, think carefully. You've not been able to think straight since the explosion, and we have to get this right. Two switches for you, these four buttons for me. Yes, I'm sure. It, it was drilled into me. Then I think we should do it. You don't want to wait? We could delay. What are we waiting for? The energy cell could blow at any moment. Yes. Uh, of course you're right. I suppose... I'm scared. Well, depending on what happens with this sequence, it could soon all be over. One way or another. Right. You ready? We'll only have seconds. I'm ready. I'm taking the time down down. Cell They're down. I'm holding the switches. Horribin, press the buttons. Horribin, what are you doing? All four buttons. I can't. I'm sorry. It's too much. Got the dam back up. Just. I'm sorry. I couldn't. My hands wouldn't move with shaking. You. Horribin. I can't do this on my own. I let you down. That's all I do. Just let people down. Uh, I... You're alive. You're both healthy and you're alive. Who's this? 
It's an enforcement officer come from Thorn. Mrs. Ellison, don't let them take me. Horribin! This one looks half scared to death. What's out there? What have you seen? We were in the energy cell chamber. You were in there? What happened? A crack in the surface. Power was pulsing out in waves, but so slowly. Extraordinary to look at, like the northern lights on Earth. But then what it did to Fian. Who was Fian? An activist. She wanted to get this place closed down. I can see her point. The wave. It did something to her. We were warned about it. It's what happened to everyone who got close to the energy cell. But we had to do it. To save everyone in Testament City, we had to do it. What happened to her? We were told it was the temporal energy. Rewriting every cell in her body. And aging them all at different rates. Did she die? She locked herself in there. Inside the chamber with the energy cell. I expect she took the full force. Unimaginable. She must have been extraordinarily brave. Yes. I rather think she was. It's all too much. Horribin, where are you going? I never meant all this. Just let me go. You're better off this way. His mind's completely gone. Who's in charge here? He was. Well, that would make sense. Look, I don't know who you are, but I don't have much choice. I need someone to help me shut this thing down. Do you have any experience in operating complex scientific technology? How complex do you have in mind? You look worried. I shouldn't be. Everything should be reasonably simple from here on in. I suppose when things look simple, that's when people like us get worried. People like us. Hell's teeth, dear! What sort of driving do you call this? It's not me. There's something out there buffeting us. Check the scanner. The what? The red button on that side. Why do they never work it out? It's obvious. Now, would you look at that, dear? Have you ever seen as many ships in the sky all at once? Not ones that are on my side. Enough room on board for the whole population of Testament. Look out below. The cavalry's coming. Do you understand him? I hold down these switches, then you press those four buttons, left to right. You have to do them in order. Yes, I get it. It's honestly very simple. If you make any mistakes, we'll all be instantly vaporised. Well, that certainly concentrates the mind. Are you ready? Let's do it now. I'm shutting the time dam. Snow collapse approaching. Right. Turlo, the buttons. What's happening? It's the TARDIS. Snow collapse approaching. Turlo, press the buttons. Turlo. What are you trying to do? We're shutting down the energy cell. Turlo, one more button. No, don't do it. What? Put the time damn back up. Put it up now. So close. I don't see the problem. I think you found a highly scientific way of committing suicide. We were shutting it down. Impossible, Mrs. Ellison. The explosion has already happened. Trying to shut down the energy cell won't do anything. All you've managed to do is to make the time dam even more unstable. What would we do without you, Doctor? 
Oh, it's good to see you too. I can barely believe it. Where's this? The control deck? I assume this is where it all started. You've brought her. Are you the one that caused this? I carried out the experiment under orders. I raised my objections every step of the way. It's none of my business, dear. You'll have the chance to tell it all to the Arbiter. You told me he was dead. A miracle. Clearly. She left me. I was injured in the explosion and she left me to die. Do we really have time for these sorts of recriminations? No, but I will bear them in mind. Doctor, if the time dam is more unstable, then we won't have... We may have very little time left. Cello, I want you to take Mrs. Ellison and go to Testament City. The population are being evacuated onto ships from Thorn. I want you on one of them. Whatever you're doing, I want to stay and help. I'm not putting you in harm's way again. This is a job for me and Violet. But, Doctor, you have to know that you can't trust her. She's only out for herself. Cello, I'm carrying a bomb with the capacity to implode this planet into a black hole. It's a bomb that Violet Hardacre gave me. I don't know if she can detonate it remotely, but I'm not going to run the risk of letting her out of my sight. Yes, I understand. Is that what you're going to do? Destroy Testament? I don't currently see any other options. We thought perhaps we could isolate the energy cell using one of those Leveson jars. What an extraordinary idea. Doctor, can we move things along? These people have places to go, and we have a planet to destroy. Such a lot of responsibility, being in charge. Always having to do the right thing. No one to share the weight of it all. Nasty hole, that. Someone could do themselves a mischief. This place is supposed to be in tip-top condition. Somebody should tell the cleaning staff. That's the problem with an operation this size. Everything's somebody else's problem. So everything gets passed upstairs to the man at the top. And he's expected to sort it all out. No one else is going to do it. If no one else is going to deal with that energy cell, it'll have to be Horobin, won't it? Horobin will sort it out. Horobin will have to. Horobin must. The wreckage is unbelievable. Such a waste. The most expensive scientific complex of its kind. That wasn't at all what I meant. This is where your friend was. Turlow. I'm sorry? After the explosion, he was lying under this. I couldn't move it. I'm sure you tried your hardest. I didn't think he would survive. But you were wrong. A situation like that, the explosion, then all the fire and smoke, well, I'm sorry. Maybe you have the presence of mind to do the right thing on every single occasion, but some of us make mistakes, and if we do so out of a sense of self-preservation, then that's only human nature. As you say... It was just instinct. I've been a politician for a very long time. Saving my own skin has become a reflex. It's very difficult to know how to take you, Violet. So many layers of cynicism and deflection. I'm really not sure where I'd find the real you. I wouldn't go looking, dear. Who knows if you'd like what you'd find. But here we are, working together towards the end of a world. Under the circumstances, I have no choice other than to trust you. You don't need to trust me. I'm certainly not going to trust you. 
trust is for children and acrobats. Why do you have to romanticise everything? Let's just be honest about it and say that we're using each other. <laughs> so that's you being honest. I did wonder what it looked like. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, don't be so wet, dear. Why have you really come back to Testament? You're not in the habit of travelling alone. And you're not in the habit of travelling anywhere without an ulterior motive. Isn't a woman entitled to retain some mystique? There's another plan, isn't there? It's not just about the bomb, there's something else. Listen, dear. If you want something to trust, trust this. I am absolutely committed to the destruction of this planet. And when you think about what's at stake, does anything else really matter? Bradley! Wait! Hold on! Turlo? Who's it? Where's my family? Mayor Bradley, help me. She comes from the installation. Can you take the two of us? I need to find my family. The, the Ellisons. If they were in Testament City, they'll be here. The last patrols are just going around. Everyone's being accounted for. You promise? You can trust me. Turlo, where's Fian? I can't believe we're going to live through this. It's all right. The registrars are in the east wing of this ship. They'll help you locate your family. Did she work at the installation? We haven't seen many survivors. No, you won't have. Where's Fian? Gone. We thought we could do something to stop the energy cell. It cost her her life. And it didn't even work. She was very brave. Too much. I want to talk to that woman you were with. Mrs. Allison. I have to find out how this whole thing came to happen. Well, I don't know the whole story. If I were you, I'd start with Violet Hardacre. The politician on Thorn. She's not on Thorn. She's here. She was touring the installation with us when the explosion happened. Now she says she's trying to help make things better. But why? Someone like her doesn't act out of the goodness of their heart. No, that's true enough. That's a valuable piece of information, Turner. Let's hope we both live long enough for you to use it. Listen, I know you saboteurs have had it rough from the authorities. I'm not a saboteur! You don't have to lie about it now. I don't care. What I wanted to say was, you shouldn't take this as any sort of mark of official approval for any of your actions, but I want to do something. Would you accept a civilian honour for courage? I'm going to say no, with regret. I just think others have earned it so much more. So, this is it. The heart of testament. The energy cell chamber. Eerie, isn't it? It houses the single greatest power source in human history. I wouldn't expect it to look cosy. <laughs> Locked. I suppose I can do something about that. <laughs> so you know about breaking and entering? You're not as noble as you make out. This is not breaking and entering, mind you. What I wouldn't give for a credit card and a bit of sandpaper right now. I don't suppose it's dangerous, approaching the energy cell in the state it's in. How would it be a lot of fun finding out? Oh dear. I'm pretty sure that shouldn't have come out of that. You're very calm under pressure. 
Yes, it's the result of incessant practice. Tello thought you could isolate this thing by putting it into a Leveson jar. You're going to tell me that's ridiculous? Yes, probably. Well, the Leveson jar wouldn't take it. It would never have the strength. Interesting idea, though. Is it, dear? Oh, yes. All makes sense in principle, but it's the size of the container required that makes it so impractical. How intriguing. You need a vastly bigger space, and one that could absorb infinitely more temporal energy. There. Now we can open the doors. Well, are you going to? Violet, it's possible. I don't understand. Materialize the TARDIS around the energy cell. We can do it. We can do it right now, this minute. This planet can have a future. Testament doesn't need to be destroyed. Open the chamber doors, dear. What are you doing? I did think we might get to the end of this without my having to hold you at gunpoint. But if you will persist in being so inventive... Tell me, what's really at stake for you? There's slow growth on Thorn, Doctor. The sort of slow growth that'll ruin anybody. And the Prime Minister's a very decent woman. I saw. But she made it very clear to me that I was expected to do something about it. It's tough at the top. So I went for expanding the output of Testament, because it was a win-win. A win-win? How can this be a win-win? If the experiment worked, profitable new power for the Empire. And what if it didn't? We made a side bet, dear. One that would pay out if the planet went into liquidation. You insured Testament? Good gracious, no, dear. That's fraud. Let's call it an investment in the futures market, in case Testament turns out not to have a future. So, now the experiments fail, you need the planet to fail too. Otherwise, what? Otherwise, I'm ruined. Financially. And isn't that the most devastating thing you can possibly imagine? Sneer all you like. I'm the one with the gun. Money isn't everything. It's not just money. It's dignity. The Hardacres have never been poor, and we're not about to start now. So you're going to take the Chronox capsule into the chamber, and I'm going to take your ship wherever I wish. Open the doors. Is this what you expected to see? So many bodies. It can't be helped. Well, let me reassure you, there is no doubt now. They are all on your conscience. I'll have to try and live with it. Take the capsule in there. Are you not at all concerned about what caused those deaths? I'm not a pathologist. If the area's contaminated, that's your problem, not mine. Take the capsule in there. Well, since you ask so nicely. What is that? I've never seen anything like it. It's a wave of temporal energy. I have to finish the job. That's what I'm here for. Corbin! What are you doing here? A job like this is never over, even when it's over. Get away from here, you stupid little man! He's going into the chamber. Stop! You mustn't! What's happening? No! Temporal energy. Yes, that would make an awful kind of sense. It's inhuman. Reap your whirlwind, Violet. This mess is all yours.
need to get these ships moving. I just need those last patrols to come in. I won't have anyone left behind. Are you sure you can take the risk? No. But I guess those are the sorts of decisions a leader has to take. You have to choose what's in everyone's best interests. I think this galaxy would be a better place if there were more leaders like you, Bradley. I'm not sure my wife would agree with you. Right. That's the last of them. Prepare for embarkation! Ellison. Sorry, I was... in my own world. The planet's still there. Which means the energy cell's holding. And your friend's still alive. I just hope he can do enough. Yes, I know! Nothing like an automated statement of the obvious is there! this sort of thing a lot? Far too much. The Doctor tends to get us involved in all sorts. I really don't know why I put up with it. Catherine. John! I didn't know you'd make it. I wanted to believe it, but I couldn't... <laughs> oh. Well, maybe that's why. Meeting 265D, participant code HVT15. Violet. Prime Minister. How are things going down on Testament? I do hope you're going to bring me some good news for once. Well, sort of mixed, really. Based on my assessment of things on the ground, I don't think we're going to be able to recover the energy cell. Disappointing, but not unexpected. However, my contingency planning means I will be able to recover the financial position. Fortunate for you. It will mean the destruction of the planet Testament. Ah, well. And there will be a human cost. One very minor human cost. Goodbye, Prime Minister. Come along then, Chronix Capsule, dear. Let's go and introduce ourselves to eternity. A 
I'm always surprised by how wrong you can be about people. Who, me? Well, one. I didn't think Violet Hardacre was capable of something so, well, noble. Was it noble, I wonder? Sacrificing yourself for the good of the galaxy. Yes, that might have been it, I suppose. You know, the human empire has been having a bad time lately. Slow growth. Oh, that's what they call it. Violet had to turn things around. When it came down to it, destroying Testament was the only option left open to her. So it all came down to money. Much like everything else on Thorn. I think they're going to speak now. That's Bradley. It's a great pleasure to meet so many new faces today. I'm sure everyone here on Thorn will get used to me, and I'm very proud to have been named your new deputy leader. Don't they need him? I'm looking forward to helping bring through some real changes to the way we do things and the way we think about things as an empire. I think if recent events have taught us anything, it should be that people are more important than profits. But I know I'm not the one you want to hear from. That's the person I'm here to introduce. The Prime Minister of Thorn. You told him about Violet. What I knew. How could you tell? It would make sense of his promotion. Bradley said that blackmail was their second currency. First things first. I'd like to thank my colleague, Mr. Bradley, for coming on board with us. It'll be a pleasure to hear a testamentarian voice at the heart of the Empire. And as you heard, he has all sorts of interesting ideas. Good luck, Bradley. We know that recent months have been difficult for everyone in the human empire, but your leaders have worked tirelessly to set things right. And as we embrace the changes caused by the loss of testament, I can tell you that an unexpected influx of capital means that Thorn is back in fast growth. So what comes out of this is that they all get rich. But our celebrations must be tempered with sadness. Because with the loss of testament came the loss of someone else. Someone whose dedication, not to themselves, but to others, led them to pay the ultimate price. No one will ever know exactly what happened on testament whose mistakes caused that terrible disaster. But what we do know is that one person has emerged a hero, which is why I will be awarding the highest civilian award, posthumously, to Violet Hardacre. Come on, we've seen enough here. Oh, they're fools. If anyone deserved something, it was fear. Come on. She was right. They ignored her, and then she died. And Testament's gone too, into a black hole. Ignored and forgotten like every other warning the human race has had. A warning? About what? Greed, Turlo. Just greed.
been listening to Doctor Who, The Blazing Hour, written by James Kettle. The Doctor was played by Peter Davison. Turlow, Mark Strickson. Violet Hardacre, Reiki Iola. Ellison and Fian, Lindsay Morell. Horobin and Bradley, Raj Gattak. Montgomery and Prime Minister, Donna Berlin. Other roles played by members of the cast. Director, Ken Bentley. Producer, David Richardson. Script editor, John Dorney. Executive producers, Nicholas Briggs and Jason Haig Ellery. From Big Finish Productions. It was the end of everything. Finally, I realized the purpose for which I had been chosen. I declared war on the universe. Doctor? Tello. Before we die, can we at least agree that this was all your fault? If it makes you happier. Not really. The city. It is said to house a great jewel known as the Zalam. The darkness. Good grief. By all that's holy. Don't be alarmed. This is simply an artifact of another civilization. It's a lot more impressive than yours, isn't it? Size isn't everything. Well, Mrs. Clark, welcome to Huygensend Spaceport. Life is fast and short in these parts, so be careful. Sounds like the Wild West. From my obsidian throne in the Fortress of Night, I assembled the means to begin my war. Doctor, Mrs. C, welcome aboard the Black Star. Charming, I'm sure. I am a Time Lord. A Time Lord? Oh, is that supposed to impress me? They're following us. Can we outrun them? They've taken out my starboard thruster. Doctor, you better think of something. Oh, rather dark, isn't it? Don't worry, love. You'll be safe with me. There's a new child of the night in town. Another one like you? When I started selling off my paintings, I thought I was being completely discreet. I should hope so, Highgate. Artists do usually tend to stop painting once they're dead. Oh, oh no. We might very well be standing on all that's left of, you know... The lost moon of Batoya. Doctor. Hello, Doctor. And Charlie, isn't it? You remember Tello? Doctor, is that really a future version of you? Indeed it is. Oh, you become awfully... um, What? Tasteful. There is a legend, a prophecy, if you will, of a great unravelling. And it's said to have started here. To me, it sounds more like a weapon. No wonder the ancients hid it. In the wrong hands, it would be a terrible thing. What have you done? Isn't it obvious, my boy? I've started it up! Big finish. We love stories. <laughs> Funny thing, time travel, isn't it? I'm Ken Bentley, and I'm responsible for directing Doctor Who, The Blazing Hour. We're travellers. Come to learn about the energy that powers your ships. Well, wonderful to meet you. What are your names? I'm Violet, of course. Uh, 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 of course. 
Goodness me, how long have you been travelling? Every now and then in the world of Doctor Who, Doctor Who will do an episode that pays homage to a a sort of well-known story. And by sheer coincidence, the night before we were recording this episode, I sat down, I'm, I'm using lockdown to catch up on a lot of film and TV that I've just never got round to watching over the years. And the night before we recorded this, I sat down and started watching Chernobyl because everybody said how amazing it was. And I could see where James had, had got the sort of seed of his idea. This is obviously very different and much more sci-fi, but that core idea, if you'll excuse the pun. So it was, it was a bizarre timing that I'd managed to watch Chernobyl the night before, but it, it was kind of useful in that sense to get a real feel out of the gate for what James was, was trying to achieve with the episode. Hi, my name's Mark Strickson and I played Turlow in Doctor Who. Are we on Earth? No, no, no. There's quite a nasty atmosphere on Earth at the moment, far too much argon. This planet is called Testament, the powerhouse of the human empire. They never give up, do they? Indomitable. Incorrigible. I really like this script. It's got lots of um, relevance to us today. We have problems with power, don't we? Getting enough power to run our lives. We're very lucky. I live in New Zealand, which is where I'm recording this. We have lots of hydropower, which is clean and green, but we're in an extraordinarily fortunate place. What do we do in Europe to make us clean and green? Well, nuclear power is, is, is one answer, and it's definitely part of the answer um, in reducing our carbon footprint. In this story, you see what happens when things go wrong, and it's absolutely horrific. And it's about politicians as well. Um, the, the politicians being corrupt and looking after only their own interests, which I thought was I thought was interesting, and I thought the personalities in it, the characters in it, were very very believable. My name is Peter Davison, and I play the Doctor Number Five. I'm the Doctor. No need to bow. I wasn't. No, I noticed. He's from Offworld, Prime Minister, a traveller. Ah, one of the entrepreneurial sort of chaps that keeps the Empire going. Not exactly. What I run is more of a non-profit operation. Oh, how dull for you. It has its moments. The Blazing Hour, it's a bit of a thriller. We're thrilling everyone in uh, uh, various places around the globe. I'm in my cupboard under the stairs in boring old Twickenham. And uh, Mark Strickson, I think, is in New Zealand. And, in fact, he's not even here now, so he's not doing it from New Zealand, partly because it would be, I think, probably about three o'clock in the morning but he he's also has recorded it so I'm not even hearing him at the moment so I'm having to recreate his his performance in my mind's eye with the help of various other members of the cast who are reading in the lines while I work around them everybody's ready scene 55 take two scene 55 take two Bradley wait hold on Turlow who's this <sighs> where's my family Mayor Bradley help me She comes from the installation. Can you take the two of us? I need to find my family. The the Ellisons. If they were in Testament City, they'll be here. The last patrols are just going round. Everyone's being accounted for. You promise? You can trust me. We do lots of aliens and and creatures and monsters and things in Big Finish, not just in, in Doctor Who, but in other ranges as well. So you sort of go into, when I sit down and read a script, it's partly my expectation. And also on the script cover, I'd noticed that they'd described 
one half of the cast as, as being alien characters and the other human characters. So, so even by reading that, my expectation was, was creatures of, of some kind. So it was a lovely surprise to find that we weren't going to be doing that with this story, that this story doesn't go down that, that path. But James did do something which was really fascinating and it, did, it, it completely caught me out where you think initially that there is some sort of creature that's haunting them or chasing them through this this ruined power station but then you find out they're not and I did like that twist. Hello my name's Reiki Iola and I play Violet Hardacre. Hello my name is Donna Berlin and I play Montgomery and Prime Minister. The cafeteria set up just for today as a very special gift shop where you can buy a very special memento of your visit to the source of all human energy needs. Montgomery is uh, a military person, but uh, she's a technician. But she's doing these tours, so she's doing tours to show the humans and whoever else wants to see this marvellous testament, the energy, the lifeblood of everywhere, keeping everywhere generated and working. So it's nice to get that kind of reality of, and if you look up, you will find, and looking to the right, they're all things that amuse me personally, so that was fun to play. Finding the voice was a little difficult because you just don't know where to picture initially, uh, especially before you meet people. So you play about with different voices and, and sort of got, right, yeah, I've got five. And then you come in and you go, they're all rubbish. <laughs> so you have to pick another one on your feet, which is which is great. I love working like that too. It's great. It just means you have to feel your way around things and find things and it's always fresh. And Violet Hardacre is a minister and she's um, very condescending. She calls everyone dear. I think she'd like some sort of old world order to still exist. And she she very much takes advantage of the power she has. But the moment you see her in the company of the prime minister, you realise how she's holding on to her position by her fingernails. We're on schedule and I'm told we're looking at an exponential boost. I'll keep you informed of any problems. I've told you before, Violet, this is on you. Don't bring me problems, bring me profits. She was great fun to play because she um, initially did seem to be like the woman in charge and then you realise that uh, not at all. She can be shoved off her perch by the woman above her as soon as she does something wrong. It's good to know your place. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And that's the joy about playing Prime Minister. Who doesn't want to play the top dog? Um, No, it's great. She does what she wants, when she wants, talks to people how she wants and gets people to do her bidding. A part that was written for me, basically. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it's, it's, it's great. It's always wonderful playing people in power and baddies. They're kind of my two favorite things to get my head around. Whenever there's a story like this, which is about the, you know everything bad about humanity, you immediately think of the present world situation. Yeah, it's about the greed and you know narcissism of humanity. I mean, I suppose uh, interestingly, normally I'm you know the older doctors were just generally all for humanity, mankind, and it wasn't really until uh, Peter Capaldi's doctor came along that he expressed doubt in you know how they were and whether they were worth saving. But now we've introduced that element, you know, so I'm certainly not overly impressed with a lot of 
what we do, even though I spend an enormous amount of my time trying to save it. There's another plan, isn't there? It's not just about the bomb. There's something else. Listen, dear. If you want something to trust, trust this. I am absolutely committed to the destruction of this planet. And when you think about what's at stake, does anything else really matter? Like uh, a lot of these scripts, it gets very, very deep, but then it makes you laugh. Yes. And you will think a lot about uh, about what you hear, as Donna was saying. You, there are so many things that resonate with what's happening in the world right now that you can find yourself frowning and nodding, and then suddenly there's a very funny line. We've worked with Reiki before, and I know she's really fun and theatrical, and I much prefer working with actors who have got a lot of theatrical experience anyway, but the character is written to be... I don't know how you describe it. I would just describe it as theatrical. I can't think of another way of describing it. But, but unsettlingly so. That's the quality, isn't it? It's a sort of, it's a surface charm that you know is hiding a slightly more sinister interior. But you can't play that. You can't, it's a subtext you can't play. And I knew Reiki would have fun with just how, how vivacious this character is in, in these seemingly life-threatening situations. Hi, my name is Lindsay Morell. And I'm playing Ellison, the alien scientist, and Fian, the human activist. I think to help differentiate the characters, it's normally either accents or attitude that you put on a character to bring the difference. The first discussion that we had as a company when we came together for the first day of recording was with the aliens. We need to have some sort of uniform sound so that we can pick them out amongst all of the other characters. So we focused on accent and we ended up heading to a very London sound. So I think there's a east-south London vibe in that. Look, I don't know who you are, but I don't have much choice. I need someone to help me shut this thing down. Do you have any experience in operating complex scientific technology? How complex do you have in mind? But Ellison, the scientist, she's... I guess I'm approaching her like a typical scientist, you know, very hardworking, very focused, very direct. She wants to do well because many people's lives depend on the work that she's doing. With Fian, she's the human activist who is from up north in the world that she's in. And she is more feisty. So I think the accent works with the feistiness. You have to make economies in order to compete. It's the same in my agribusiness. Since I made the workers start sleeping in the grain silos, our numbers just keep going up. But if anything went wrong with the technology... I really think we've had enough of your negative attitude. Don't be too hard on him. He's from off-world. Supposed to be, anyway. I told you. I'm a traveller. She starts the... the whole piece being playing somebody else. So at the start, she's a bit over the top, and then she moves more into her activist's sturdy fighter role. So that's the, the general approach and character that I've brought to her. Montgomery said you were saboteurs. Well, you know the old Thorn saying, one person's activist is another one's saboteur. My name is Raj Gatak, and in this particular production, I play a few roles. I play the role of Horobin, who's a human administrator, Bradley, who's an alien community leader, and I play 
the voice of Computer and Computer 2, and I also play Mr. Ellison. This is rather an epic one. This took two days to record, and it really does allow for um, an expanse of events and emotion. So it was great fun to do. In terms of approaching my character for Horobin, he's a very particular kind of guy. Um, He's very heightened RP. He's a bit jobsworthy. He's not a particularly nice person, which of course means he's great to play because it means you can really have a lot of fun with him. He's very jobsworthy. He's quite superior, but you just allow that and you don't judge the character whilst playing him. If anything, you can have a bit more fun. Horobin, you're cleared for all the intellectual property. Is there anything I don't know about the way the energy cell works? Oh, the things we know, Mrs. Ellison. The things we know and the things we don't know and the things we know we don't know, not knowing what we know. Is there an emergency shutdown? With the computers, I kind of went for allowing space for an AI voice. And Mr. Ellison, bless him, just only had one line. So there wasn't too much of a of a challenge there Catherine John I didn't know you'd make it I wanted to believe it but I couldn't (laughs) I quite like it when we get everybody together and recording in really bonkers places so this time we, we got the vast majority of the cast together at the same time which we always prefer anyway and Lindsay was visiting family in Greece at the time of the recording but her partner is a sound engineer and has loads of mates in the business in Greece and knew somebody who ran a studio and so managed to get herself into a studio for two days for recording so we were recording with somebody in Greece which is amazing who would have thought even six months ago that that was something we'd be able to do um, as a live recording with a full cast I mean it's easy to dial in and do it with an individual but as a live recording with a full cast. It's just bonkers and fantastic. And of course, I've just spent two days being completely envious of the fact that somebody's working in Greece. <laughs>